in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. As you know, every month in the Coptic year has a theme, and the Church focuses on this theme in the readings of Sunday. The first month of the Coptic year is Tut, and the theme of this month was the love of God the Father. Second month is Baba, this month. And the theme of this month is the authority and the power of God. And as you know, there are four things that human being until now has no authority over them, which are illness, nature, demons, and death. Until now, with all the advancement in science and technology and medicine, many illnesses cannot be treated. We have no control or authority over nature. If there is volcano or hurricane or earthquake, tornado, we cannot stop it. Also, a regular human being has no authority over Satan, although God gave his children this authority to those who believe in him. And finally, death. We have no authority over death. All of us die. I'm speaking about the physical death. Through the readings of Sundays of Baba, the Church show us the authority of God over these things. First Sunday, the healing of the paralytic man, authority over illness. Second Sunday, catching many fish, authority over nature. Third Sunday, which is today, healing a man who was possessed by demons and who was blind and mute. And next Sunday, authority over death, raising the son of the widow at the city of Naim. The church wants to teach us that God is a powerful God. And no other God from those who are called gods has power. More than the power of our God has authority. The psalmist said the gods of the Gentiles are demons. And today we saw how by one word the Lord was able to heal this man who was demon-possessed and he healed him from his blindness and his muteness. Also, although God is powerful, but he wants us to be power and he empowered us. He said to the disciples, don't depart from Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. 
And St. Paul says, God did not give us the spirit of timidity, but the spirit of power. And God does not use the power against us. Rather, he uses his power to protect us and to defend us. And as I said, medicine, science, technology has no power over demons. But God gave us authority to tread upon the serpents and the scorpions and all the power of the enemy. He gave his children this power to trample over Satan and all his armies. So today I like to answer this question, how we can defeat Satan in our life? Because all our life is a spiritual warfare between us and Satan. We are in a spiritual war. And some of us, they feel they are weak. Satan can defeat them easily. But according to St. Paul in Ephesians chapter uh, chapter 6, verse 10, he said, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How? How to be strong in the Lord and in the the power of his might? He explained by saying, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So, we are soldiers in the army of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are in war, we are in a battle. Can you imagine a soldiers go to the battle without putting on his armor? Of course, he will be defeated. He will be killed. So if you want to defeat Satan, you need to put on the whole armor of God. And the word the whole here is very important. St. Paul spoke about the armor of God in six pieces. You cannot take one or two or three pieces. You have actually to put on the whole armor of God, the six pieces together. And he explained why we have to put on the whole armor of God. He said, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Our war is not just with human beings but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. If you want to be strong, if you want to be mighty, Put on the whole armor of God. So what is the whole armor of God? St. Paul said, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. So the first piece 
is the girdle of truth. Girdle of truth. Unfortunately, nowadays, many people cast doubt on truth. And they are saying there is no absolute truth. Every truth is relative. Your belief system is what is true for you, but not necessarily true for me. And casting doubt on truth is casting doubt on God himself. Because the Lord said, I am the truth. I am the truth. And many people dared even to say that the word of God is fallible. And the scripture can have mistakes. That is the attack of Satan right now. He won't actually to doubt the word of God, to doubt God himself. And if you go back in the first war between the devil and Eve, he used the same tool. He cast doubt on God, cast doubt on the word of God, cast doubt on the truth about sin. He said to Eve, you shall surely not die, which means sin will not hurt you. And he said, God doesn't love you. God wants, if you eat from this tree, you will be similar to him. Casting doubt about the love of God. And he said, is it true that God told you, don't eat from all the trees of the uh, garden? Casting doubt on the word of God. That's why St. Paul said, put on, girded your waist with the, uh, with the truth. The truth will set you free, as the Lord said. Don't be deceived when people cast doubts. Know that Satan is a liar and father of every liar. Satan will tell you sin doesn't hurt you. Satan will tell you you need to be tolerant and you need to accept the transgender and the homosexuals and accept this as an alternative lifestyle. Satan will tell you sin is not just sin, it is just an illness or different way of living. Satan tell you that drugs like marijuana is, is helpful and beneficial. Go try it and use it. Nothing wrong in it. If you allowed Satan to deceive you with all these lies and all this falsehood, then you will be in bondage because only the truth will set you free. If you want to defeat Satan, gird your waist with truth. The second piece of the armor of God is the breastplate 
of righteousness. Breastplate of righteousness, this actually will protect your heart. Righteousness comes from the word doing right, what is right. And what is right according to the truth. That's why he mentioned after he mentioned the truth. Not according to what you believe it is right. Righteousness is the what revealed to us in the scripture is right and acceptable by God. And there are two types of righteousness. Righteousness that rely on your own works. This righteousness cannot actually justify you. But you need the righteousness of Christ. Which means everything you do, you do it in Christ. When you abide in Christ, then everything you are doing, you are doing in Him. And since you are doing in Him, it will be considered righteousness before God the Father. Why the Lord Jesus Christ prayed? Why did He fast? Why He allowed Satan to tempt Him? Why He resembled us in everything except uh, in sin alone? He did all these things so when we do them in Him, it will be considered righteousness. When I pray, my prayer has no value if Christ did not pray. My fasting has no value if Christ did not fast. So by abiding in Christ and Christ abiding in me, then my righteous act will be considered righteousness in Jesus only. That's why when we baptize a person, St. Paul said, this person put on Christ. And after baptism, we dress him in white, symbolizing the righteousness of Christ that we received freely on the day of baptism by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. This righteousness will protect my heart from bad and negative emotions, protect my heart from lusts and evil desires. Then St. Paul spoke about the third piece, which is the shoes of the gospel of peace. He said, having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Be a peacemaker. Because when you are in conflict with others, actually you are inviting Christ to be, sorry, you are inviting Satan to be with you. When St. Paul said in the same letter, Ephesians, don't let the sun go down on your wrath, he explained why, why I should not let the sun go down on my wrath. He said, 
and don't give place to the devil. So when I am in conflict with someone, when I am not reconciled with someone, I'm giving the devil place in my life. So how can I defeat Satan while I am opening the doors of my life to Satan to dwell with me? Stay away from uh, conflict. Be a peacemaker, not a troublemaker. Forgive and forget. That is the shoes of the gospel of peace. Means make an effort, walk, go to the other person, reconcile with him, make peace with him, and thus you will defeat Satan. If you don't walk and you go to the other and make peace with them, then Satan is in the relationship. Satan is with you. And if Satan with you, then how can you defeat Satan? You are defeated. Shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Then St. Paul spoke about the fourth peace. He said, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The shield is carried on the left by the left hand. So when the enemy shoot any arrows against me, I will deflect these arrows by the shield. And St. Paul said, the shield is the shield of faith. Faith means here, trust. Trust that God is with you. Trust that God will give you victory. Trust that God will never abandon you. Trust that God loves you. Trust that God promised you eternal life. Trust that God promised you sonship. Trust that God is on your right hand. When Satan attack you and shoot any arrows of any arrows of doubt, arrows of lust, arrows of pride, arrows of uh, love of money, if God is with you, who will be against you? Satan he tried to make us not have confidence in God. But as long as we have confidence in God, Satan cannot defeat us. In Psalms of David, many, many Psalms, like Psalm 28 that we studied yesterday. In the beginning, he is crying to God. But towards the end, Already he said, God heard my prayer. God is my shield. God is my strength. God is my salvation. Satan couldn't shake his confidence or his trust in God. Then the fifth piece, the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. Helmet of salvation to protect your thoughts and your mind. 
Set your mind on heavenly things, not on earthly things. If your mind is set on heavenly things, Satan cannot attack you. But if your mind is preoccupied with earthly things, Satan can easily attack your mind. We should understand that the mind is the battlefield. First thing Satan tries is to play with my mind. But if salvation and eternity is always, always before my eyes, I am thinking all the time about my salvation, my eternal life, heaven. That's why he said, the helmet of salvation. Satan cannot plant any seed in my mind. He cannot play or brainwash me. Set your mind on things above, as St. Paul said, if you were raised with Christ, set your minds on things above, not on things below. And the last thing he said, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Sword of the Spirit, that usually they hold the sword in their right hand. And the sword is both defensive and offensive weapon. We saw in the temptation of the mountain how the Lord Jesus Christ defeated Satan by the word of God. It is written. You need actually to read daily in the word of God. You need to memorize it. Keep it in your heart. Meditate and reflect on it. And to live according to the word of God. When the word of God dwell richly in you, Satan cannot actually defeat you or cannot uh, overpower you. So these are the six pieces of the whole armor of God. The helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, sword of the word of God, shield of faith, and the girdle of truth, and the shoes of the preparation of the gospel of peace. But where is prayer? St. Paul did not mention prayer among these six pieces. But in verse 18, after he finished explaining the whole armor of God, he said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this and with all perseverance and supplication for all the sins. If a person in war, in the battle, he has to have communication with his superior. And if a soldier lost communication with his superiors, he will be defeated. So we are in the battle, we have the whole armor of God. And we need to have communication all the time with God. This communication is called the prayer. So prayer is the communication, asking the grace of God, crying to God for help, asking him to empower us and to strengthen us with thanksgiving, because we trust and we are confident that he is hearing our prayer. 
And also with prayer, we need to be watchful, as St. Paul said, with all watchfulness, being watchful to this end with all perseverance. If I have the whole armor and I'm in the battle, but I'm not watchful, I'll be defeated also. So with the whole armor of God, two things very important, to be watchful and to be in always in continuous communication with God, prayer. In this way, you can defeat Satan because God gave us authority to trade upon the serpents and the scorpions and all the power of the enemy. So let us pray and ask God to help us and to grant us his grace so that when Satan attacks us, we can defeat Satan and we can trample upon Satan and, and crush him under our feet because Christ already trampled upon Satan and he's, he did this for our sake. So in him, we can crush Satan under our feet. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.